Hello everyone and a very warm welcome to episode number 36 of the Seals podcast. So welcome along as ever a reminder that we're on all of your favourite apps including Apple and Spotify and make sure you visit our website with all the relevant links at thesealspodcast.buzzsprout.com. My name is Albert Davis, I'm your host and on the October instalment of the official Chester FC podcast we have three guests for you today. So here we go. We start with Blues boss Callum McIntyre. His side made it a fantastic five wins in a row on Tuesday night with a dominant performance and a 2-0 victory at Southport. We reflect back on a fine run of form to date and look at Saturday's trip to Curzon Ashton. Cal coming off the back of Tuesday night's 2-0 victory against Southport, another fantastic performance and five wins in a row. You must be absolutely delighted at the minute. Really pleased for the players. They um, worked very hard during the week. Um, it's a demanding level of football, it's a demanding schedule and to have put the type of run together that even when we were excellent for spells last season, it's the nature of we're not talking about being unbeaten, we're, we're winning games and it's something I reflected on during the summer a lot of wanting to set standards around winning, not about being unbeaten, because I think that's important for our, our mentality. So, take the opening game of the season at Bishop Stortford, made a decision to make decisions in the game to try and win it and end up losing it. But the reality is, what separated us from the top of the league last year, what the gap was set was the amount of games we drew um, over a Christmas period. So, as much as I don't think it's realistic about, certainly not this season, about talk, talking about being in the top one and one and two positions, you you have to look at how you can improve. And for us, finding a way to win games that we drew last time out, the trade-off is sometimes you lose them. So for us to have done that, and like you say, it's five on the bounce, it's seven wins in eight, it's across the competitions, it's some some home form, some away form, some clean sheets, it is really pleasing. And I'm pleased for the supporters as well. That's the big thing I took from Tuesday's game. I'm not happy with our points return away from home. And my sort of frustration was it's something that last summer, so not the summer just gone, going into last season, we talked around, we're going to target our away form. Um, the knock-on effect, we didn't get the punch return we wanted at home. In the same way, this summer, a lot of talk, a lot of action taken. Um, even the pitch looks different, doesn't it? Everything looks different about home games. And, and you can see that in that we're scoring twos and threes. We've won five, drawn one, lost one at home in the league. Um but we haven't put any sort of punch to turn on. So there was a real conversation before the game in that this block of games of the six that we're targeting as five away games improve on the road or write the season off. It's that straightforward because of the punch return. So for them supporters that follow us home and away, a massive following on Tuesday night, it was really pleasing, but happy with the run we're on. What I've learned is emotions in football can take hold and change very, very quickly. The priority is to show that Tuesday wasn't a one-off result. It was, we're going to start winning games on the road. We've got a big opportunity to do it on Saturday. Touch on them last two games, obviously back-to-back -back clean sheets, a scumful side who are obviously tipped to to be the side that win the, the title this year, such was such an impressive performance. And we got to see a glimpse, a first glimpse or a second glimpse, if you like, of, of Tom Piers on his return to the club. He impressed on Saturday and on Tuesday night, he, he put in another 90-minute shift where really he did everything but score. I said when he signed, um, it was perfect for everyone. And that has two sides to it. So what did we need? I said it, we need an experienced centre forward that complements what we've already got in the building. Adam Thomas has been terrific. Charlie Caton has been terrific. 
we've done well. We've got some young players in around those positions, but Tom comes to us now as much as uh, I think at your own club you always get seen a little bit younger than you are. I, I always felt that with with some of the the academy players that come through. I think you still see it now. You know what I mean? Harrison Burke's twenty one. He needs to cement himself as as a first team player. Yuan Murray is twenty three, going to turn twenty four. <clears throat> Tom's now twenty eight years old and comes to us at a perfect time where we can go. Um, his profile, his experience is important for a dressing room. But then in the same way, I think he's a different type of player. I think when he was here the first time, he'll be an off-the-shoulder, in and around the 18-yard box, sharp with his movements. He's still got all that now. What he has now is a physical presence that makes him really difficult to play against. What you saw on Tuesday night with, with him and Adam Thomas was uh, a front two that will give you a platform in the game that can compete with centre-halves, can play with a back-to-goal and bring some of the most talented attacking midfield players in the division um, into the game. So, yeah, I've been pleased with his contribution. Um, he's nearly scored in both games. That happens. Goals will come. Don't have to worry about goals with him because he's done that consistently at this level of football. Let's say the 24 goals for Curzon last year, his promotion-winning exploits with Altrincham, that, that you don't have to worry about with him. What I'm really pleased about is what he's brought to the team and the group. And he'll do that as as it sort of he becomes more and more comfortable. But we knew what we wanted to get, we were patient, we waited and ultimately we've done it and brought it to the club. So really pleased with this contribution, really excited about it, continue to contribute and I just feel we've strengthened the group at a really good time and, and that's important that we might want to strengthen further. Um, you can see where we'd want to do that. They're the type of players that we'll now look to bring in, those that complement what's already here. So delighted with his contribution, like you say, the two assists in the games, really, really good assist for Elliot Whitehouse's goal and then again for Glenno yesterday, really, really chuffed. And obviously Tom will be a, a player, a familiar face, going back to a, a, an old stomping ground in Curzon. There'll be a few familiar faces on either side on Saturday when we face Curzon and an opportunity, a real opportunity in front of what will be a big away following to make it six wins in a row. I think there's two parts of that, yeah. I, I hope Tom scores and I bet he gets a different reaction the last time he scored at that ground when Chester were playing. Um, <laughs> we, What we've talked a lot about our mentality... Last season, we were the, the constant underdog. We were written off fairly early doors because of a rubbish managerial appointment, because of a brand new squad, because of a young squad, and coming off the back of a really disappointing campaign the year before. Expectations were low. We didn't just surpass them, we smashed them. And I think we overachieved, certainly from a budgeting point of view, where we should be. Um, for us, everyone would have taken scraping into the playoffs on the last day, like a lot of clubs that are better resourced than us did. Uh, but we, we finished third, we were comfortable, we were 14 points into the playoffs and we were closer to the top of the league than we were the bottom playoff position. That's brilliant. This time around there's now an expectation and I want a mentality from the players, from the group, from the club, from everyone involved that we can deal with that. And I think we can. I don't think we got going in that respect. But we've talked around, we don't want to be reactive where on the back of a bad result, this campaign, for example, we, we feel really hard done by at Scarborough. We then go and blow Farsley away when they were on a really good run. I don't want Tuesday night at Southport to be, oof, we've come back from a bit of bad run of form away from home. We put a win in, it takes the pressure off us. I want us to follow up. And I, I saw a mentality in the players Saturday to Tuesday to do that. Getting six points of the Saturday, Tuesday games is very, very difficult. And it's something we struggled to do last year. To have done that, the second time we've been asked that question is really, really pleasing. What I want us to do now is follow up. And while we're on the up and while there's momentum and while we feel like we're making progress, Saturday is to do that. 
tough place to go, always is. Craig Marne be an excellent, excellent manager. Um, someone that we know really well, but he, he'll do really well. And he's got some players there that we know, uh, that I'll know that'll do really, really well. I'm not surprised the start that they've had. I'm not surprised about the little bounce that Marnie's been able to get out of them. And it's going to be one of our toughest away games in this block. I hope there's a big following. I hope there's, it, it always is at Curzon, but we're going there in a real sort of good run of form. But I want us to back Tuesday's performance up and I want us to back Tuesday's results up because that's the next stage for us. When we're threatening to do something, let's go and do it. Not wanting to do it. I, I talked to the players on Tuesday about not wanting to do it, not wishing to do it, making it happen. That was sort of our real focus. Um, we can do that. We've got the players in the building to do it, the players on the pitch to do it. We need to make sure we do that on Saturday. Now to focus on a Blues player and a player who has had to watch this run of form from the sidelines. Forward Cole Hall made a strong start to the season, but has been forced under the knife for surgery on a meniscus injury. But Chester supporters did what they do best, and led by the Sestrians 885 fan group, they raised a whopping £4,000 towards Cole's surgery and recovery. We caught up with the forward and asked him how he's getting on. Cole, obviously we're talking to you now post-surgery. How did it go? How are you feeling? And from a rehab perspective, how does the next few months look for you? I'm feeling good, you know, because the um, surgery went well and um, I'm just glad it's over now because now I have something to look forward to, which is my recovery and just getting back to the pitch as in the best condition possible for myself. It must be frustrating to have missed out in recent weeks, especially as you, you started the season so well as well. Yeah, I know because um, as any footballer, all you want to do is just play football. So when you're injured or you're not in the team, you, you feel it most because all you want to do is just get out there and help your team. But um, yeah, I started the season good. Um, got my first goal in the second second game um, that I played. Obviously, my goal tally's not been up there, but I feel like as a person, I've improved like my game as much as possible by helping the team and stuff like that. But obviously, the goals will come. And I know they will. So, um, but yeah, I'm just happy to um be doing my recovery now, in in case of you know getting back on the pitch. Talked about that spell at the start of the season. You scored in the first home game last season. You scored in the first home game this season. They must still be great moments for you personally to to look back on and and to build on as the season goes forward. Yeah, of course, because obviously you you know as any striker, you just want to score and you know score as many goals as possible, but. At the end of the day, you want to win. So when you get that goal and then we win, it just puts the icing on the cake for us and for you um, as a whole. Talk about the injury. Obviously, a, a devastating moment for a footballer, particularly at non-league level, to learn that you know their injury requires surgery. Um, it's it's a complex situation in terms of financially as well. Um, but the fans get together and raise four thousand pounds in terms of the costs. Um, I'm sure that that was beyond probably what you were expecting, but it it must be. So special to to feel that love from the fan base. I know, all I have to say is just, wow, and I'm just so grateful, you know, because at the end of the day, um, like man, at first I just got the um the course of the surgery, and I would have had to cover it myself. So I'm um, I'm just so grateful for every single person who contributed in any way possible. You know, it just makes me feel loved, and um, just makes me feel special because you know it just shows that chess is a big community, and we stick together, and just just make me feel one of their own and one of your own because you know <laughs> but um yeah i'm just so happy for um everyone who contributed to help me in and in, in that way because it just enables me to get back to doing what i love and 
now I'm just focused on my recovery and I just want to give my all, all for the shirt and for the club, you know? So yeah, I'm just so happy to be doing my recovery now. And I'm just focused on getting back in the best position and best mentally state that I will probably be in. So, and to enable myself to help the team. So yeah, I'm just happy. I suppose for a, a player like you that you've got a lot of personal motivation, but with something like that, it must give you that extra motivation for when you return to 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 be able to give back to the fans in 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 way of, of performances and goals. Yeah, of course, because I'm hungry. I'm hungry now because I'm just you know I'm just sitting there while while everyone's playing football. So yeah, I just can't wait to get back um on the field and just give my all because I feel like as as, as a person I give my all when I'm out there. So. But I'll just put the icing on the cake now to just be like, you know, I just want to do this. I want to do that, you know. And then the moment I, I score, I'm just going to feel it all, you know what I mean? So and being back out there helping the boys, it will just be be the best, um, best feeling ever. And I'm sure you're itching to get back into a side that are really hitting the straps now, five wins in a row. You you must take pleasure, though, from from seeing the lads going out there week in, week out the minute and, and doing the business. Yes, of course, because... We as a whole and as a big group were very, very talented and special players and we're just starting to get it together now where the wins are just coming and just clicking and we have the potential, but it's just now that it's just rolling and, um, you know, long may it continue. And I'm just so happy for everyone um, associated with the club, staff, fans and players as, as a whole because we're doing really well. So, And I know we'll continue to do well. So, yeah. And I'm sure the final question the Chester fans will want me to ask you is, when can we expect to see Cole Hall back in a Chester shirt? As soon as possible. Uh, I look forward and look look forward to um coming back in the next few months or so. But right now, I'm just focusing on my recovery and just getting back to the best condition I could be, possibly be in. Well, Cole, we're all looking forward to that. And uh, all the best in the recovery, and we can't wait to see you back in a blue shirt. Cheers, Albert. Appreciate it. And finally, we switch our attentions to the women's side. The Blues' FA Cup run came to an end last weekend at the hands of higher league opposition in Leeds United, but there was plenty to take from the experience. It ended a run of six wins in a row, and it'll be a chance for a new run to start a week Sunday when the Blues host Litherland at the Leap 76 Stadium. We caught up with midfielder Imogen Paul to recap a busy month. So, Imo, we're talking off the back of what was an FA Cup defeat, but, you know, it must have been a positive afternoon for the group in a sense of being able to test yourselves in higher level opposition and gain experience from playing such a, a big club as well in Leeds United. Yeah, definitely. I think, I mean, the funny thing is, I'd, I'd, personally, I don't think the scoreline reflected, I think it flattered them, if I'm being honest. And I know that's saying something, you know, coming fr from a team two leagues above. But we had them 2-1 at half time. Um, held them off for quite a while and then I think it went to 3-1 the heads kind of like dipped a wee bit um, maybe a bit of fitness as well do you know what I mean showed in the second half but I think technical skill wise I don't actually think um, I don't think they was as good as we thought to be honest like I, I don't want to show them much respect and definitely you know the leagues above us we could definitely hold our own in that, in that league for sure but um I did enjoy uh, playing the Leeds team. Um, they did want to play football, which I think sometimes we don't get that in the league that we're currently in. A lot of teams just hit and hoof. 
but you can tell they wanted to put the floor on the deck. They wanted to pass it around. Um, just know a couple of them from playing in that league, like a girl called Rach. She came on as a centre back, so it was kind of nice to see like them again. You know, girls that I hadn't seen for a wee while and that. So it was, um, yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. But I think if anything, scoreline flattered them a wee bit, but it'll spur us on to know that you know we actually, you know, I think they were maybe thinking, oh, we'll come and drill them eleven, twelve nil, and it'll be a bit of a whitewash. But um, I think they were a bit surprised at half time, to be honest. So I'm happy with that. I think what what you've said obviously must give give yourself and the group a, a lot of encouragement. Obviously, it brought to an end a run of six wins on the spin, but it was a, a really positive run. And I'm sure there's a lot of enthusiasm in the group to to go on another run like that now as the league season takes shape. I definitely. I mean, like, we've never gone that far in a cup either. So, like, I think it was just, um, it was a bit gutting, obviously. But, I mean, I think just getting there, um, and we know, you know, we're a team that can do that. And I think going back, we've not had the fixtures we've got Liverland in two weeks not this Sunday the following week um and I think that's at home um but like there's nothing stopping us really do you know what I mean I think we've got redemption with Polton Vicks because we've got them at home the next fixture um and I honestly think being on that uh, leap stadium that pitch suits the way we play and I think we'll tear them apart when we play them at home both of their goals that they scored against us were long-range efforts and I do not think they'll be able to do that at Chester. You know, you're going to have to try and play some football and try and get it actually into our box um, instead of just like turning and pinging off shots. So hopefully, fingers crossed. Could do with the fixtures coming out though because we don't know who we're playing after Liverland. So. Definitely. How have you how have you found the season so far? Because obviously you touched on that there. You've It's the first year full-time at the Leap 76 Stadium, but a lot of positives, you know, you're climbing the table and, and as you said as well, having a decent cup run. Yeah, brilliant. I think, honestly, I think I've never played at a club. Well, I've been playing football since, well, I'm 30 next year, since I was about 11 or 12. I've never played at a club that has actually got so involved with the women's team. They've always kind of been like separate identities. Um, and just the fact that, you know, the club like, believe and trust in us to play at the stadium. Because, you know, it costs money for them to open the stadium. You know what I mean? It's not it's not a decision that they've taken lightly, I don't think. Um, and I just think the fact that we've had that has just spurred us on this season. And that's why we've kind of stepped it up this season um, compared to previous ones. You know, the facilities are great. Um, you know, when I was at Falkirk, we thought we were the dogs because we had our names printed on the back of our T-shirts. And now you compare that to what we're getting now, you know, it's physios, psychologists for sport. You know, it's not even just for sport. It's just, you know, life in general. Um, you know, your kit, you know, like involved with the senior blues. Like I've met Chris from there, who's just such a great guy. Do you know what I mean? He's lives, sleeps, eats, breathes football. Yeah, it's just like a really community club, I think, which I've never had at any of the other clubs I think I've been at. Um, so, yeah, it's nice to see, I think. Does having the the crowds come in, does that make a difference as well in terms of do you think it gives you an advantage when you play at home? 100%, yeah. And I think it's not just, doesn't just jeer us on, but I think it gets in the uh, the minds of, you know, the other team as well. So it's probably the biggest pitch they've played on. 
probably the nicest pitch they've played on. So it's going to be daunting to any other team, you know, coming to players, I think. And it does make a difference, you know, if we do something well, the crowd's behind you, you're getting support. Um, so it just kind of gives us that confidence as well, definitely, which I think having this pitch this season has given us a massive, massive home advantage. That's why I'm so excited to play Polton Vicks again. Like I said, there's a bit of... Um, redemption there we need to get from then um, which I'm pretty confident we'll have and with a big crowd behind us similar with the Withenshaw game Withenshaw have been pumping teams 11-0 12-0 we lost to them 4-3 but personally I think you know I think we were robbed of minimum a point there if not the three points so but having that pitch does help us play the football that we want to play and having that support of the people that you know, they pay the money to come and see us, which is it's an honour, I think. it's I think it's what dreams are, you know. You know, having people to support you, watch you, um, and, you know, people you don't even know. You've hit a couple of people at the side of the pitch, and it's, you know, brothers, sisters, people's mums, dads and stuff, so it's nice, yeah. Looking forward, obviously, uh, um, the, the game, as you said, against Little in the week Sunday um, at home. The FA Cup journey is over for another year, but it, it was a, it was an excellent one. And I suppose the focus now is looking to climb the table and challenge those sides at the top. As you say, you were probably 10 minutes from beating the side who were fans, fancied in the league this season. There's, there's no one to fear, is there? No, definitely not. Um, and like I said, when we play Wivenshaw again, we'll be hungry for it. We'll have something to uh, something to prove, I think, definitely. Um, yeah, really excited from the season, from the off, I think. Just had a really good vibe about it. Uh, we've got a couple of new coaches in, Adam and Mark. Um, and Martin's taking more of like a managerial role instead of trying to juggle coaching, managing and things like that. It's just a much, much more professional setup. Um, and I, th- I think for years, teams, when they've drawn us in a fixture or they know they're playing us, they know that what they're up against. It's a, it's always been a, a decent squad. We've never been a team that's been, you know, f- fighting to not be relegated or anything like that. We've always been, you know, top five, top three, top four, second, you know, which is why I think it's a wee bit of a shame we've never quite made that that promotion. Um, we've always just been up there, but then just kind of nipped, just pegged to it, I think, so... And that is that for the October edition of the Seals podcast. Thanks again to my guests, Callum, Cole and Imogen, and we'll see you in a month's time where hopefully we'll have more victories for both sides to discuss and to dissect. Bye for now. Hold up. 